Fandom and Wellness, a podcast about the complex relationship between fandom and mental health. Disclaimer, we are not psychiatrists or psychologists. We are just fangirls with a vested interest in mental health. My name is Jenny, and I'll be taking care of you today. Uh, today, we will be discussing Animal Crossing, and I'm joined by two amazing guests, Kelly Sageb and Jess Lin. Say hi. 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 Thank you for coming on. I'm really excited. So my pronouns are she, her, hers. What are yours, Kelly? Uh, she, her, hers as well. Great. And Jess? Also she, her, hers. So um, Kelly, can you just tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Kelly. I uh, run a small business called Soulbound where I make mm-hmm. uh, fine jewelry, really Bridal jewelry is kind of my bread and butter, engagement rings and wedding bands, um, inspired by various video games that mean a lot to me. So I try to convey that passion in the jewelry, but I also try to walk this fine line between feeling enough like the video game it was inspired by, but also in its own right, being beautiful, classic, easy to wear. Um, You know, so I always think to myself, I'm like, when I'm designing a piece, I think, would my mom like this, right? Who has no idea anything about the right. inspiration, you know? So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Like really tasteful video game jewelry. Extremely classy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's like what? Secret cosplay almost? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like yeah. that. What about you, Jess? My day job, I am a contractor for the government. In my not day job, I do a lot of gaming and knitting. So those are kind mm -hmm. of my two biggest communities that I'm a part of. My husband kind of got me into gaming, so still a little fresh baby gamer, but um, we've been together for like five years now. So slowly but surely more and more games, but I do a lot of knitting. So if you have any questions about knitting while we're here, please let me know. Um, and you also, I know you have, um, you've helped Danielle with her little pedal booth before, and you're always a joy to have in the booth, um, as, (laughs) thank you, as someone who just hangs out there, I don't work there, I just hang out in her booth. (laughs) Honestly, that's how I started being behind the booth, was just kind of showing up at cons and hanging out with Danielle and chatting with the other people behind the booth, and then... When she was at a con near me, she messaged me and said, hey, I know you're going to hang out at the booth all weekend anyway, so you want to work it? Ah. So yeah, that's how I ended nice. up on the booth for Little Petal. Awesome. Um, so we're talking about Animal Crossing today. And I have to admit that I don't, I've only played the mobile version before. And um, I don't have a Switch, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't play it. But um, I obviously, it's such a ubiquitous like form of entertainment right now that everyone knows it. Everyone um, knows the memes. Everyone knows the references. I don't understand how turnips work, but some, they're important. That's, that's what I know. Um, but it's like a very important part of our like zeitgeist right now. And I wanted to give a little background about the game um, because I found it very sweet. Um, the creator, Katsuya Aguchi, he said in an interview that Animal Crossing features three themes, family, friendship, and community. Um, quote, but the reason I wanted to investigate them was a result of being so lonely when I arrived in Kyoto. 
Chiba is east of Tokyo and quite a distance from Kyoto. And when I moved there, I left my family and friends behind. In doing so, I realized that being close to them, being able to spend time with them, talk to them, play with them was such a great, important thing. Uh, I wondered for a long time if there was a way to create, recreate that feeling. And that was the impetus behind the original Animal Crossing. Mm. And talk about it being extremely apt right now that um, it's coming out in a moment, just like how the creator was alone and unable to kind of be physically around friends and family. We are all unable to be around friends and family, except for the ones we live with. And I'm sure we're kind of tired of them (laughs) a little bit by now. Um, So definitely. um, Yeah. Mostly my dogs. Okay, that is to say I'm not tired of husband. I am very tired of our dogs. I love them to death, but oh my oh. god, they're so annoying. Aww. <laughs> I'm sure they're happy though. They're very happy to have <laughs> us both home. But when they're sleeping, yeah. they're so cute. But when they're not sleeping, they don't understand that <laughs> mom and dad being at home doesn't equal mom and dad spending every minute of the day petting them. Mm. So. <laughs> We're doing our best here. <laughs> All right. So um, as I understand it, the premise of the game is that players are dropped onto a deserted island and then they help develop it into a little village of animal neighbors. And your daily tasks are picking fruit, fishing, farming, uh, decorating home, um, doing outfit montages, helping your neighbors. Um, what else can you do in the game? I think the big thing that's different in New Horizons, the Animal Crossing for the Switch that has never been possible before is what's called terraforming. So you can Mm. literally edit the terrain, which, I mean, the first day I unlocked that feature because you kind of have to build up to it before you're allowed to start doing that. Uh, I accidentally stayed awake until 6 a.m. playing the game. Accidentally. So, yeah, (laughs) I was like, I'll just try this out and see. I can create some cliffs and waterfalls. We'll see how far I go with this. And then it was like sun rising in the game. I didn't even realize that the sun was rising outside in real life. Once the day restarts, which in this game is at 5 a.m., they kind of force you to go through this like cycle where, you know, the screen goes black and then it comes back again. And Isabel's like, Mm -hmm. hey, guys, it's a new day. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, so yeah, it's extremely creative. It's always been a very creative game, but this one is, there's so much you can do. So it's so much fun. What else is there? This is, so this is my first Animal Crossing. I've watched a lot of like Let's Plays from the version on GameCube. And then my sister plays Pocket Camp. So I had a little bit of Mm. knowledge about it, but all I really knew was there's a raccoon. You have to pay your mortgage and the (laughs) villagers are cute. Like that was my entire knowledge of it. So I downloaded it. And the first night I played it, I think I also stayed up until like four or 5 a.m. It was so, for whatever reason, just walking around and picking up weeds and shaking trees and picking up seashells. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite thing to do in the game is pick up seashells because it's so cute. Um, Was so soothing and it was so mindless. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, the base of it is yeah, you got to pay off your mortgage to this raccoon. But in doing so, you are talking to your villager friends and getting more people to come live in your island and buying up fruits to 
plant and make more fruits to sell for money to pay off your mortgage. So there's a lot of little things to it. And I think everyone has a favorite kind of small little part of it. Like I said, picking up seashells is very soothing because you just walk along the beach and then you pick it up. But sometimes it's a hermit crab and you have to catch it with your net instead. Nice. Yeah. So what are your other favorite things to do in this game? So for me, I mean, I'm a little bit of a lunatic with this game. I take it too far. Um, but I I plan out my island in a very methodical way. I actually have documents on my computer where I'm like designing exactly where everyone should be placed down to like each little square. Um, what was kind of fun for me, which sounds crazy, is that, you know, so you get to have 10 villagers or other animals on your island that are like NPC characters. It's not you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, I think at this point, there might be close to 400 different villagers that are available in the game, but you can only have a maximum of 10 on your island. So for me, that's like, okay, that's a challenge. Who are going to be my 10 top people of all time that I want on my island, but goes further than that. They all have unique homes So the exterior of their home is totally unique and the interior of their home is totally unique. So I'm going for a very specific theme with my island. I want to make sure that the exterior of all of their homes match the overall aesthetic of my island. That's intense, man. (laughs) I watched hours of live streams, people on Twitch, just to find one villager's house. You know, I'm like, I need to know... What does Genji's house look like? And you can't really Google this stuff because the game is so new. It's so new. So I would, you know, watch a Japanese live stream and wait until they open their map to see which villagers they had. And if they have a villager on their island that I need to see their house, I would keep watching until they walk past it, take a screenshot, and then put it in a document. So I literally have a document full of screenshots where I line up all the houses to make sure they look good together. So I know that sounds crazy, Amazing. but no, I find great joy in that. Like really, you know, getting it to be exactly like, I don't know. It's just fun. It's fun to research yeah. and to go so in depth. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's the thrill of the chase too, because yeah. if you then want to go find that Islander, there's a couple ways you can get Islanders to come move in. If you are still in early stages of the game, you unlock plots of land And then you travel to deserted islands and you can pick up a villager on that island. So that's how you get your first eight non-original villagers is by picking them up on islands, technically. You can also go to a friend's island. And if they have a villager that's in the process of moving out or in boxes, as they say, you can talk to them and convince that villager that when they have moved out of your friend's island, they should come move into your island. So there are people online who really want, specifically, there's this cat named Rodney and he has one green eye and one blue eye and he's very businesslike and he's very cool. People want Rodney. So there are eBay listings up for people selling in-game items like bell, like currency bells or um, Nook Miles tickets that you use to travel to deserted islands. People offering up millions of bells, hundreds of Nook Miles tickets for a chance to get Rodney to come to their island. It's wow, wild. What a popular guy. Crazy. 
He's so popular. And I only found out because a friend of ours texted me and said, I got a new villager. He's a cool cat named Rodney. And I Googled it and I was like, um, this is a very famous cat. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, this this world is like, it's like, <laughs> it's another world. It's, there's yeah. so, it's so complex. And so... Uh, I'm going to skip around, but basically we've already touched on a lot of things that it's soothing, that it gives you control, um, that you have all these villagers who are so different and so interesting. And so the first thing I wanted to touch on in terms of how Animal Crossing affects our mental health is that right now it offers an escape uh, from reality. And I don't think there's been quite a moment in which so many people have wanted to escape from reality yeah. as much as now. And I've been hearing a lot about how people are just like going online and like everyone is playing this game. All of their friends are playing this game. And you don't see, you can see that with some other games where you'll see, oh, a couple friends are online and playing this game, playing some other video game, but not to the extent that it's been on Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. That sounds about accurate. Um, so yeah, Definitely. so right now, a lot of people have anxiety and fear about everything from their health to interacting with people, um, to economic <laughs> consequences. Um, so it's pretty normal for people to try and escape because there's like levels of escapism where you're like, you don't want to escape into a world so much that your real world, your real life is kind of like not progressing in any way whatsoever but right now i think we all need this very much yeah have you found that animal crossing is a really good way for you to take off take your mind off things that are worrying you for me personally 100 percent. because as i've already discussed i lose myself in this game right mm -hmm. like <laughs> hours feel like minutes and it, it is <laughs> like we said it's it's very soothing because it is while I take it to the extreme and I'm planning my island very methodically, it still is mindless. And it's sort of like these slow tasks, almost similar to knitting, where it's like, I know the next step I have to take. And for me personally, running a business, I feel like I have to make big decisions that I'm very anxious about all the mm -hmm. time. But in Animal Crossing, all of these decisions are just they don't have horrible consequences, right? right. They're just sort of mm -hmm. simple. And it's all about just like, creating a beautiful world, you know, I, I do find it very therapeutic. It's almost like meditating a little bit because it's very slow. We're going to touch very on that. <laughs> calm. Yeah. And as I'm a kind of person who's like, go, go, go. And I, I always mm -hmm. want to get things done quickly. I'm so aggressive with my own business. I always feel like I'm falling behind. I compare myself to others and Animal Crossing forces me to stop doing that. You know, I'm not time traveling in Animal Crossing. I know some people do that. It's a concept where you change the date on your switch to the next day so that you can force yourself to progress through the game faster. As much as I would love to do that, because I do want to see all my ideas come to life as soon as possible, I'm forcing myself not to for the sake of my mental health, because this game is all about making you slow down and appreciate mm -hmm. the little things like picking up a seashell and like how beautiful is the ocean right now and I think a lot of people need that I especially need that so nice I agree I haven't I'm not time traveling either I know a lot of people are but 
this is my first go around through it. So I want to kind of take the time to really enjoy each piece of it as it goes. I think part of it with decision-making, because I struggle a lot with executive dysfunction, having to make decisions all the time is stressful. I think it's stressful for a lot of people, but yeah. every almost everything is reversible in Animal Crossing. So if you dig up a flower, you can put it back. If you knock down a tree, you can plant a new one. I mean, that's ideal. Like you said, there, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are short-term consequences. Like instead of a full-grown tree, you have a little tree sprout for a couple days. But every you can change everything if you want to, or you can leave it all the same if you want to. There's no wrong way to play the game. I think the the lack mm-hmm. of pressure. And I think a lot of people in the online community that are playing and, you know, trading turnip prices and everyone's aware that there's no wrong way to play the game. And so it's it's really wholesome corner of life right now is Animal Crossing groups because Mm -hmm. everyone is really kind and willing to trade and share what they have. And there was a girl in a group who posted and said, I've put over a hundred hours to this game and I just realized there's more to do than catch bugs and fish. And everyone said, that's okay. (laughs) There's no wrong way to play. So if you want to put a hundred hours into catching bugs and fish, then do it. Like who cares? It's your game. It's your island. And it's nice because it is a little slice of something that you can control and that isn't high stakes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's also part of it is that you control your environment and your life and your actions entirely in Mm. this game. You can, you know what the rules are. You can, you can make your house and yourself look exactly like you want to look, which honestly, we can't do that in real life. (laughs) Um, And I think one thing is that, one thing is that you, everyone gets the same base figure with whatever you want on top of it, right? And you can choose your skin tone. You can choose your gender, right? They don't call it gender. They call it style, actually. Interesting. Yeah, that's the first style. time in this Animal Crossing yeah. game, yeah. Okay, so you can choose your style, and no one genders you if you don't want to be gendered. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people appreciate. Yeah. How do you find yourself presenting yourself? I, what I, my sort of concept is... Uh, and this goes into the theme of my island. Um, I'm basically kind of living my dream life a little bit, which is, it's not completely Japanese themed, but it's like my sort of pretty version of Japan. I've been obsessed with Japan my whole life. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I grew up on Long Island where, I don't know if you've ever seen that show, My, my Sweet 16. Do you remember that show? Where people have like on MTV, out of right? control yes. sweet 16 parties that are as expensive as a wedding. That's a big thing on Long Island. Um, so when I turned 16, my mom wanted to throw me a huge party like that. But I said, that's silly. Let's take that <laughs> money that we would have spent on this huge party. And I want to go to Japan. So nice. my mom, my dad, my sister and I went to Japan when I was 16. And I've been dying to go back. I'm actually going to go for my honeymoon. Um, and I've been trying to learn Japanese ever since and Mm -hmm. just really into that whole culture. So yeah, basically it's sort of like the Japanese-ish, a little bit version of my life right now, but still my character looks a lot like me. Um, you know, I have dark curly hair, green eyes, 
I'm going to, I'm working on it. I still haven't gotten all the furniture, but I'm going to recreate my little office here. And like, you know, so it's sort of as close to my real life as possible, but just sort of like an idealized version. Yes. Sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. Mine is pretty similar. Yeah. Pretty similar to everyday life. I, anytime I see something for sale that is like craft related or dog related, I grab it. And Mm -hmm. so in my house, I have little dog beds for the girls and food (laughs) bowls. And then I set up one of the rooms that I got is my craft room. So one of the in-game items you can get is a spinning wheel, which is super cool. So I have two spinning wheels now and a sewing kit. So house-wise, it's definitely very similar to my idealized dream house. And then person-wise, I change my outfit pretty much every day in-game because I love all the options. I have been designing clothes. So I've done a lot of little petal dresses. Um, We hosted a little petal Animal Crossing night last night. So everybody shared their dress codes. And yeah, it was super fun. Um, And then as far as appearances... Pretty much looks like me. I mean, I have a questionable hair color right now because I did overtone and (laughs) it's like brownish silver right now. I got permission from my hairstylist. She knows all about it. (laughs) We're going to do something about it when it's done. But I did text her. That's funny. I know. I did. I texted her. I said, I can't deal with this. What colors of overtone am I allowed to use? So we went with vibrant silver and it's fine. So my character in game has gray hair in a bun on top of her head, just like me. Nice. Nice. Uh, That's great. Another thing that I wanted to touch on was the fact that um, you can, obviously there's, you can literally do things you can't do because of the quarantine Mm. slash social distancing. And there's things that you want to do that even if this wasn't all happening, you would still do in the game because you can't do it in real life. Mm. I mean, like owning a mortgage sounds like a, (laughs) like a faraway dream, you know what I mean? So, um, so obviously I've seen that people are like doing weddings on like Animal Crossing. That's so sweet. They'll do the real thing eventually, but right now they, they want to do something, right? And it's interesting that the internal clock of the game is the same as our clock in real life, mm-hmm. right? So it really feels like real life when you do that. And I know people have talked about how like their mental, like because of mental health issues, they can't like go outside and do interact with people and do things they want to do in real life, but they can do it in the game. And sometimes it helps them do it in real life, which is like great. And another thing is the fact that, like you said, you mentioned earlier, you have like a bunch of tasks that you have to do and they're small and they don't have much consequence. Mm. So like, but you can get actually get them done in the game when in real life, sometimes you just can't get anything done, it feels <laughs> like. And that can also kind of like help you kind of develop the executive functioning that you need in the game and in, in real life as well, which I think is a really cool aspect of this game. What are like some things in the game that you can do that you can't do right now in real life? For me, it's been really nice because in the game pretty much almost every day I'll open up my gate, which you have, every island has an airport and you can literally open the Mm -hmm. gate and invite people in. 
and uh, my siblings will all come over because we're all Yay. separated right now. Some of us are stuck in our apartments in the city. My sister actually went home to Long Island to be with my mom. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really fun. I, and even my siblings, girlfriends, they come over. Like So it's, we all get together almost every day on an island. And, you know, there's not much you can really do. But we we check on each other's islands and see what we're proud of each other. Like, hey, this area looks really great. And, oh, you did this room in your house. I love it. We give each other items. You know, every day I mail things to all my friends and family that I think that they would really enjoy to have. So for me, that's been the nicest thing. It's like you can still hang out with people that you can't see in person right now. So that's nice. And it's funny because you would not even hang out with them this much in real life if this wasn't happening. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking to people that I haven't talked to since high school because of Animal Crossing. And, like, co-workers who I wasn't as close with that I that are now playing and I know we're playing group. There's so many group chats about, I know we've said it a billion times, but turnip prices. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, it, it it will, Jenny will explain turnips at some point. Don't worry. It is really (laughs) nice (laughs) to be able to just kind of chat with people in a time when you really can't go out and, hang out with your friends right. or have eight people over and sit around a bonfire, you right. know? So I'm not going to say it replaces that, but it definitely tries to fill the void, especially for people who are mm-hmm. very social. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I struggled a lot when we first went into quarant- like quarantine mode because I have standing weekly happy hours and knit nights Mm. and events that I do every single week with different groups of friends. And Mm. so this was like a whole wrench in that. So it's been nice to have not, like I said, not a replacement, but something to kind of help ease the pain (laughs) of not seeing all my friends all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is slightly off topic, but I saw, I saw a social media post about how, Elijah Wood just contacted some random person and was like, can I come to your island? A dream. That is the dream. Yeah. (sighs) I can't. So funny. I would. And he was so polite too. Did you see? He put a little, his little message. May I pick some fruit? Yes, Elijah Wood, you may pick some fruit. I can't handle that. I'm actually very short. I've talked about this on Instagram a few times. My, I'm four foot nine and a half which is the exact height of Gimli's scale double. Well, John Reese davies scale double in Lord of the Rings. So I'm the exact height of Gimli. And I met John Reese davies at Comic-Con, I want to say like two years ago. He barely had a line. I was so sad about that because I love Gimli. And uh, I like kept my cool talking to him. I told him that I'm like, hey, I'm the same height as Gimli. And he made a joke about how, yeah, now you have to grow a beard because, like, even dwarf women have beards. That's like a joke yeah. in the movie. Uh, and I I was so proud of myself for holding it together when I was talking to him and we had a great conversation. I walked away and I just started sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> so if a wife would ever came to my like island, the emotion I would lose and it. the adrenaline. Yeah, no, yeah, like I wasn't sad. I just like it was my body just exploded. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even handle it. Yeah. 
That's so funny. But yeah, he was lovely too. I'm I'm glad you were able to hold it together in front of him. Yes, I kept my cool. I'll show you. I have a picture. No one I told him. With like the autograph area. And then he was yeah. doing photos. I'll send you the photo because I'm nice. grinning so big. Like it's, I Aww. look like a maniac. If I, if I, I don't even recognize myself because I'm so unbelievably happy in that photo. Like That's I don't awesome. think on my wedding day, I will look that happy. It's like oh my God. crazy picture. <laughs> I hope you don't tell your fiance that. Oh, he already knows. Yeah. He actually <laughs> said that when he saw the picture. He was like, whoa. That's funny. <laughs> whoa now. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, yes. <laughs> Back on topic. Um, uh, I was yeah, I was about to talk about social interaction next because obviously we're all like we all want it so much right now. And even though the NPCs aren't real people, they just I'm sure they feel like real people mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and like, they're generally all nice people, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm having an issue with one of my villagers. <laughs> That's one funny. Of my, one of my villagers is causing a problem. I might kick her off. So she was one of my original villagers. She's Ursula the Pink Bear. And mm. yesterday I was walking around gardening or whatever and i saw her talking to annalisa who is the most adorable little aardvark and they were like huffing and puffing they had little huff and puff (laughs) bubbles coming off away from them and i went up and like broke it up like wedged my character in between their characters (laughs) and then i talked to annalisa and i was like you know hello and poor annalisa she's like you know, some people just don't know when to stop. You'd think Ursula would get it and then stomped off. I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) And I walked up to Ursula and talked to Ursula. And she said, do you want this Argyle vest? I'll sell it to you for 1300 bells. What? We're not going to talk about the fight you just had? No. (laughs) So I (laughs) I talked to Isabel about her. Jenny, Isabel is, um, raccoon landlord second in command so she's Mm -hmm. in charge of telling you what the weather's going to be like every day and if you want to know how good your island is out of five stars you talk to her and if you have an issue with a resident you talk to her so i went and told her that ursula was acting up and asked her to um have a (laughs) chat with her so we'll see i don't know i was very i was very unhappy because Annalisa is the sweetest little character. I gave her a strawberry dress and she wears it every day. And for Ursula to go up there and cause a fight with Annalisa, the most precious baby. Well, not the most precious baby. I have another Islander who I'm (laughs) obsessed with, but I was very unhappy with her. So I haven't talked to Ursula in a a day or so. We'll see if she gets the memo. (laughs) I don't know how you handle all this conflict in the game. Normally, there's not that much conflict. That's why I was so shocked when I saw them fighting. I was so mad. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, like, video games are obviously very, just like any other video game, that you are in the shoes of the main protagonist. And unlike movies where you're just watching someone's life play out, you it's you're watching your own life play out and obviously you get very invested in that and i'm sure we'll have an episode of video games eventually but that's the thing about video games right that you get to self-insert yourself into another situation and in this world that it's another life and that life is like 
perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you're on an island with your friends. It's great. Do you have a favorite character, Kelly? Um, it changes. I, I really like Diana. She's a white, beautiful deer. Um, her personality is snooty. So she's like a little, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's a little materialistic. Um, but I will say I've been playing the animal crossing games since the beginning, since animal crossing for GameCube, which originally in Japan, mm-hmm. that was actually N64. Um, this snooty characters back then used to be nasty like really (laughs) they would insult you insult your outfit she would say you know you look terrible take this new outfit you need to put this on and i loved it because it cracked me up (laughs) and i also got the best stuff from them because they would oh yeah they do give out good gifts because they want you to look better yeah so i've always like i've always liked the snooty characters i really like diana but poppy is this tiny little squirrel that I'm kind of obsessed with right now. If you haven't seen the inside of her house, this was part of my crazy research. It's Mm -hmm. like a beautiful autumn woodland scene inside her house. It's stunning. And it's so beautiful, in fact, that I felt she needed her own area. I actually have like a neighborhood where I have everybody lined up. But Poppy's house is so special. I'm creating a woodland paradise just around her house. That's on my to-do list. For Amazing. Today. That's awesome. <laughs> she deserves wow. it. I have um, two villagers now. Um, Weber, who is a little duck, and then Benjamin, who is a dog. And they both collect bugs. So okay. I'm going to give them a little zone next to each other. And I've been collecting bugs to get models made from Flick and build them like a little bug sanctuary, Aww. probably near the museum. nice they're so cute did you say who your favorite character was i think right now island like islander i love weber the little duck he's so cute he always walks around with a little book um that has pictures of bugs on it so he's reading about bugs and he goes and like watches locust (laughs) jump i think like favorite npc is blathers though because he's the um owl that runs the museum and Mm -hmm. he loves looking at fossils and telling you what they are and he loves fish but he hates bugs oh which is so odd but it's so funny and if you bring him a bug he's like ew okay (laughs) i guess i can take it i don't really want to but fine thanks (laughs) go away so i love blathers and his distaste for bugs as an npc Nice, 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 nice. Um, you mentioned earlier about these groups where you can trade stuff and talk to each other and w- invite each other to um, your islands. And I feel like the community, like you said, around Animal Crossing is so wholesome because it's a very wholesome game, obviously. And people are so helpful, even with two strangers, which is really cool. And of course, all the memes are really funny. <laughs> Do you guys have any memorable memes that you can think of? I don't know if you guys have seen this one, um, but I kind of have to explain a concept here. So there's a currency in the game called Nook Miles, and they're basically, Mm -hmm. you get them for completing small tasks. So they're almost like quests that you're given. And every day you have, you know, five tasks that'll give you extra Nook Miles. And then after you complete those, there are little ones that give you like 100 Nook Miles or 150 Um, And then you can turn those in for 
items that you can use to decorate your island or tickets to go on those island tours where you can try to find a new islander to invite back Mm -hmm. to your island. So my favorite meme is one of the little quests that you have to do is to take a photo in the game. So there's like a sort of like an application within the game where you can snap a picture. Uh, So it just says like, take a photo and you get a hundred nook miles. And it's a picture. The meme is like some random dude standing up like an idiot. And I'm doing this in real life, just standing like an idiot and posing, just standing and doing nothing. And Uh that's it. Like me posing in front of the camera to get these hundred nook miles. And it's just like, you know, because you're like, I just got to get this done. So you'll just take the dumbest photo ever just to have it and just to get the nook miles. Like you put no effort into it. And it's funny when you, actually like take your SD card out, put it in your computer and you go through the pictures you took and you're like, why did I take this picture? It's so stupid. Like, oh, I was trying to get enough miles. Right. Uh, That's so good. Yeah. I think my favorite one that I've seen is um, Ben from Parks and Rec saying, Mm -hmm. do you think a depressed person could make this? And he's holding up his Animal Crossing Island on his Switch. Because I, that's for a, a lot of people, one. it's like the yeah, it's like the only thing that a lot of people have that is happy right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good old Ben. That's so funny. I love that meme format. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and uh, as Kelly mentioned earlier, you get almost like a meditative kind of like sense from this game because it's like. The repetitive movements and the calming activities can actually like stimulate mindfulness. And like when you think about mindfulness, you think about like literally like breathing in and out, meditating, yoga. But as long as you're doing like something repeatedly and like calmly, that can count as meditating. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of people do for hours (laughs) on Animal Crossing. Yeah. As long as you're just like, Focusing on the activity in question and staying present, it can be like you can get the similar benefits of focusing on breathing, which is quite amazing. And you have a beautiful island to show for it. Yeah. Yeah. And be proud. It's like productive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How would you say, this is like the overarching question, but how would you say that Animal Crossing has affected your mental health? I think the best thing about it is forcing me to slow down and just appreciate Mm -hmm. The little things, which I always know that I should do in my real life. But I, again, as like a business owner, I'm always thinking about like, what do yeah. I have to do next? What's my plan for the next month? What's my plan for the next year? And Animal Crossing is like, no, 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 no. Slow <laughs> down, right? Like you're going to plant this tree. It's not going to be there yet. It's a little sprout. And you got to be cool with that. Like it is what mm-hmm. it is. Just And it, it also, a thing that I have a difficult time with is being okay with things in progress and animal mm-hmm. crossing forces you to be okay with that as well so I, I think that's really great just be being proud of where you are at this moment in time because it's you know if you think like i think my island has so much more to i have so much to do it's not even close to what i envision it to be but mm-hmm. animal crossing forces me to just say you know what it is beautiful the way it is and i'm going to enjoy this rainy day on my island today. And since it's raining, there's different things I can do today. And I just have to... Maybe you'll catch a really great fish. Exactly. Like my... uh, I'm not catching bugs today. I'm catching fish. And that's totally cool. Like it is what it is. And 
you know, just being okay with things the way they are and appreciating the moment, I think is what Animal Crossing is all about. That's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. It's really, really is. And it, I think it really plays into, you have control over a lot, but it also forces you to let go of a control of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, like flowers, for example, I would desperately love for all of my hybrid flowers to just pop up so I can have my blue and orange flower garden that I'm envisioning. But no, I just keep getting pink flowers. So fine. My pink characters can have pink flowers outside their houses and it'll be fine. I'm still having fun. I just want more blue flowers. So, you know, that kind of thing. I have to be okay with it because I can't force blue flowers to spawn. All I can do is water the flowers and hope that a bud pops up. And if it does, it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Those are two ex- excellent lessons <laughs> about, yeah. about progress and about control. <laughs> I think I've pretty much asked everything I wanted to ask. Do you guys have any like wrapping up thoughts? I don't know. I mean, we kind of discussed everything that we love about this game. I always think I wish that I had children right now to play this with me because I actually think this is a wonderful game for kids. Mm -hmm. It's so wholesome and it teaches you sort of about hard work, but every task that you do is so small and it's so mundane, but all these little tiny tasks add up to big changes. And my sister has been a big gamer her whole life, except for I'd say her adult life. Like growing up, we were all really into video Mm. games and she's, Understandably, life has gotten too busy for her. Um, but yeah. Animal Crossing New Horizons is the first video game that she's really playing with me and my other siblings again. I'm so excited about that. But she's feeling overwhelmed by how much that you really can do in this game. And I'm trying to talk mm-hmm. her through like, hey, you know, don't get overwhelmed. Don't compare your island to other people's islands. That not That's not what this game is about. Just take small steps every day and be proud of those steps. You know, she Mm -hmm. gets down on herself and then I go and visit her island and I'm like, oh my God, you've done so much, right? I'm so impressed. So that's like another lesson to learn. And as lovely as Animal Crossing is, it's now become very social. So it's so easy to just go on Instagram or YouTube or Reddit and see other people's islands and start thinking like, oh my God, you know, I'm so far behind or... I wish mine looked like this. And that's not what the game's about. Mm-hmm. You know, just make it your own happy little world. It's yeah. totally cool. And just compare yeah. yourself to where you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. Be proud of the small progress that you are making. It's totally fine. Yes. I think it's really a good way to show that small attainable goal setting is more sustainable than long-term huge goal setting. Cause you said like your sister Mm -hmm. gets overwhelmed thinking about how am I going to get my Island to be this perfect place that I'm imagining. But you know, like you said, Kelly, those daily nook tasks, plant three trees. Okay. I can plant three trees. Great. Dig up three fossils. Okay. That's really easy to do. So it gives you these small, very attainable goals and in doing so, those things help you make progress, yes, towards your long-term goals, but you don't have to focus on the long-term. If you're getting overwhelmed, and I often do, you can just say, okay, I want to go catch a locust and do it. And you know, the game has some of those small goals for you, and you can set them for yourself too. So I think it's good. It's very good for 
kind of helping with decision-making and goal-setting as well. Definitely. And also you should sort of let go a little bit. We talked about this before, like the game teaches you to be okay with things changing in the moment because just Mm -hmm. two days ago, they added bushes to the game. So you can plant like a little bush or a hedge, um, which threw off my whole plan for my island. And I was like, my, my brother sent me the Twitter. Uh, there was like a video announcement that they had on the 20th. He sent it to me. And my first, the first thing I said back to him was, oh no, because I was like, this changes everything. I'm going to redesign my whole island. But I realized like, I have to be cool with that. Like, and that's totally yeah. fine. Like they're probably going to throw other things at us. I bet they'll add like a cafe because my favorite NPC is this guy Brewster. Um, he's like a little coffee shop owner. I'm sure they'll <laughs> add his cafe. And I, I don't have a spot to put the cafe right now, but when it happens, I'll have to just deal with it and figure it out. That's totally cool. Like I have to be flexible. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so thank you so much for being on this episode. I'm glad it brings you so much joy and everyone so much joy. Mm-hmm. Um where can people find you online, Kelly? Um, so my website is soulboundnyc.com. Um, my Instagram is just at soulboundnyc. I'm pretty good at Instagram. I, I post. Cool. I try to post three times a day. I really try to read all my comments and answer all the messages that I get. I need to be better about stories. I know Instagram stories are a big deal right now. I'm not good at those. But uh yeah, I'd say Instagram is the best place to reach me and to nice. see what's going on. I'm posting weekly videos of what's happening on my island. So every week <laughs> I compile all the videos that I took for the previous weeks. And you can watch my island changing so much and sort of coming together and me changing my mind about things. So <laughs> hopefully people think that's fun to watch. I'm sure someone will. <laughs> <laughs> Jess? Yeah. um, Best place to find me is Instagram as well. You can find me at Jessica and then four underscores and Lynn four underscores because I have a very common first name and a very common middle name and Jessica Lynn in all other iterations was already taken. Awesome. So um, to our listeners, please take a moment to subscribe, review and rate us. It's the easiest way to support our podcast. Uh, if you want to chat with us about the episode, our social medias are Fandom Wellness on Twitter, Fandom and Wellness on Instagram, and Fandom and Wellness on Facebook. Uh, you can find Arkita at Classy Rebel Design on Instagram, me at Fan Mailbox on Instagram, and Danielle at Little Petal on Instagram. And remember, be kind and take no shit. Yay! <laughs>